Welcome to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. Learn how to move your awareness out of your mind and into your heart so you can embody your divinity, experience joyous peace of mind, and create your most vibrant life by opening to receive your soul's sacred medicine. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome back, strong heart. And thank you, brilliant listener, for returning to our Soul Health Mentor podcast. In this week's episode, I introduce you to the beautiful and wise Lisa Magnon and her soul health story, being a survivor and thriver who healed her cancer by following love's sacred medicine, one step at a time. I was truly inspired by this conversation with Lisa, and I found these nuggets of wisdom that I wanted to share with you before we head into the interview. Doing the inner work to heal disease takes deep listening. And Lisa put it so beautifully when she said that it takes deep listening to your divine downloads, or what she likes to call listening to God nudges to heal with love. Disease is truly a wake-up call, calling us back to our integrity. Doing the work becomes less daunting when you connect to others, to those that have healed via the mind, body, heart, and spirit connection before pioneering a new way of healing. And that's why it was so important for me to share with you Lisa's beautiful story. And may this story be inspiring to you. May it be empowering to you. I'm so grateful, delighted, and excited to introduce you to the out of your mind and into your heart wisdom that Lisa shares with us via her transformational story and journey. Thank you so much for being here and enjoy the interview. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast. I'm Nadia Shana Kraus, and today I'm speaking with business marketing architect and president of Right on Creative, Lisa Menyon. She's a cancer thriver who believes in healing with love. Lisa has recently published her story, Spiritual Sovereignty, Hindsight is 2020, in the book, Life Reimagined. I'm so looking forward to interviewing Lisa today so she may share with us the story on how she healed with love to redefine her relationship with self, health, and wealth. Welcome, Lisa. It's so good to have you. Thank you. I am absolutely delighted to be here. Yay. So Lisa, I know your story because I've read your story in your book and we have um, spoken about your story prior to this podcast today. And I wanted to ask, how did your journey of healing begin? Well, I've always been on a healing journey in one way or another, but I would say that my real true awakening came about when I was diagnosed with throat cancer in 2017. Yeah. 
And for me, hearing that um, throat cancer, it's significant to me because for me, the throat represents my voice. Was that something you knew at the time when you were diagnosed? Oh, absolutely. One of the things that I know to be true about um, any, of, any of our healing journeys is that our disease or ailments or whatever it might be will manifest themselves in places where we bring our attention to things that are perhaps not voiced specifically when it comes to throat cancer. So yes, being very near, you know, the throat chakra, being um, very uh, attached to my voice because that's what I use to help people mm -hmm. um, and leverage to help people. I, I definitely knew that there were things that needed to be addressed. And while I had done a lot of deep work because I really do go inward and I'm not afraid of uh, doing the work, which many people try to, you know, self-medicate or just gloss over things. So I'd done a lot of really deep work, but what I found is our work is really never done. And so there were still some things that I was not voicing. I'm not going to share exactly what they are today, but I think it's important that the listeners know when we have gone through any type of trauma, that's held in the cellular memory of our bodies. And so it's, it's actually oftentimes disease is designed to get our attention, to get the attention of our body, of our mind, of our, of our energetic integrity, of all of that so that we have the opportunity to heal. And what we choose to do with that information is really up to us. Oh my goodness. I, I love that. I love hearing this, all of it. I love that your um, mind-body-spirit connection was so strong already because of all the healing work, work you had done that you were able to continue really, really deep listening when you got this diagnosis. And what to me is the most beautiful thing when I hear your story is how you came to decide what kind of treatment you were going to have, which is not typically what is known. So I would love for you to share with the listeners and me how you got to decide how you're going to heal. Well, the, the beautiful part of all of that is, is I think we're all going to be far more um, tapped in and tuned in when we realize we're not actually in control. So that was kind of the first step, but I have a very um, direct connection with source, God, the divine Gaia creator, whatever the universe, whatever term you use or choose to use does not make a difference to me or to the creator for that matter. But what I know to be true is I pay attention when I receive these divine downloads and actually two years prior to being diagnosed, I received a, another divine download or I also, also call them God nudges where I was told that I was going to write a book and it was going to be about healing with love. And I was really shocked by that because I'd already been given a big charge in the, in the marketing realm to teach marketing with integrity. And that's a very big charge. So I was overwhelmed um, by receiving yet another kind of mission from, from the creator, but I, I went ahead and journaled about it and set it aside. And so fast forward to sitting in inquiry and not sure yet if I was going to be diagnosed with cancer. I was sitting in my office and I was really just giving thanks for my life and, and assessing everything that was going on. 
And the message that I received directly from creator was, you're going to heal this with love. And it sparked something in me, a remembrance of what I had journaled about. And I went back and pulled out my journal entry and I had been given the name of the book and everything. So I went and I Googled the, the name and the URL was available. So I purchased that. And interestingly enough, I of course agreed to heal with love because why wouldn't I? It sounds so better, so much better than the alternative. And what I, what I was shown was that I was going to be led to each best next step for me. And I was, so I was able to just be divinely guided through the whole process. And the very clear message that I got around healing with love is that I was to walk in nature. I was to eat really clear, clean, pure foods to really reset my entire health and that I was not to do any chemo or radiation. Oh, when I listen to you, my whole body just relaxes. It's such a beautiful story. And it just makes me sigh when you say heal with love. And as I noticed myself listening to you, it was interesting because <laughs> my mind was kind of racing. Um, oh, how did she know what, what she's going to do? You know, how, she, how did she know what she was going to do? And then you went ahead and you said, the steps are going to be shown step by step. And my whole body relaxed again. So it's a beautiful thing to witness. Um, what I feel like when I listen to you, and it's my hope that the listeners are feeling the same way, feeling inspired by your healing journey, feeling inspired that there is this, did you call it God sparks? Um, I call them, I call them God nudges or divine downloads, but you know what? I love God spark too. <laughs> I couldn't remember. That's why I was, yeah, yeah. God nudges absolutely in divine downloads. So how were you able to to switch off I, I like to call like monkey mind or the racing mind or our conditioned mind our ego our fear how how are you able to deal with that and stay in trust and faith and love anchored in that energy versus the fear well there was absolutely no other option for me I I know what fear does to us I know that it can actually cause great deals of stress and harm and even death and so for me, I just had to make a conscious choice to really lean into my faith and to trust that when I was told I would be shown this every step of the way that I would be shown every step of the way. And I was, and one of the things that I do want to say, because I think this is very important is that my journey is my personal journey. There are hundreds of types of cancer. Each one is different. Each body is different. So what I did to heal myself with love may not be the same path that works for others. And I have to say that for, for many reasons, because um, first of all, I did go through two surgeries. So it's not that I completely um, shied away from Western medicine. I just knew that those more, the heavier toxic uh, approaches were not for me. And I was shown information about the impact that um, some of those treatments can have on specific types of outcomes of cancer. So a lot of it was divinely guided. And then I was sent directly to, to um, websites and documentaries and things like that to actually research what was going on. And I just had to feel into my body about, you know, what's the best next step for me and what am I going to do here? And 
a big part of it was really resetting the way that I eat and feel my body. And I was already eating relatively healthy, but I didn't realize how sick I had become. Yeah, I love that you connected the divine guidance and the God nudges with very real life practical things. Please excuse Teddy barking in the background. <laughs> he just wants to join the conversation. <laughs> he sure does. He was very feisty about it too. Um, so I really, really do enjoy listening to you, how you are able to really ground the divine with also the practicality of being human. So it's not about either or, it's not about, and everybody has their own journey. And it's, it's about researching and using your mind and discerning next steps, but in divine guidance. That's what I heard. Would you say? Yes, yes. And, and just to touch on the fear a little bit, you know, the interesting thing is I, I wasn't really scared. I came to a place of surrender, a place of knowing that I was blessed no matter the outcome and that I would be fine no matter the outcome. Mm -hmm. um, and also, you know, a, a, a really deep conversation with God saying, okay, if this is it, thank you. But I think you have more for me to do. So show me what that is and I will do it. And I think that's a really important distinction, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's like, I, I was okay. I didn't want to check out, but if that's what was happening and that was the divine plan, I mean, that's what was happening. So mm -hmm. I really stayed, you know, leaned into my faith there. And the other thing, when I was doing my research, I really want the listeners to understand how, um, how powerful our minds are and how um, the power of intention can really reset everything. So many of us have heard of placebos, like for example, if someone's given a, a sugar pill instead of a medication in a, in a study and they believe that it's the medication and so they get better. That's beautiful. There's also something called a nocebo and a nocebo is what gives you no hope. It's also often the expiration dates that doctors will give you when you're diagnosed with a severe illness or disease and letting you know, you know, you're going to pass away by this specific date. Well, interestingly enough, studies have shown that people who have been misdiagnosed with a inaccurate um, expiration date, or perhaps they didn't even have the disease that they were told they had, but were told they were going to pass at a specific date have passed because they believed that they, they rolled into the fear and they believed it. So I share that because we do have an incredible gift within ourselves, the ability to think positively and to heal. And these are, these are things that we've been able to do throughout the ages, but oftentimes they're not really shared. And prayer and meditation is a big part of that. Eating clean food is a big part of that. Drinking clean water is a big part of that. Many of our food sources aren't even actually food. If you pick up a package of anything in the grocery store and you can't pr pronounce what's in it, that's not really food. Mm -hmm. That is correct. I hear so much of your story in your sharing, and I'm really, really touched by it. So you really were able to find the silver lining in cancer, and you shared your story in a book of the same title, correct? Yes, that, that is correct. That was the first place where I 
shared the full story of healing with love. And it was so funny because one of my, my dear friends and a colleague, Tracy Eamon, put together that compilation book, The Silver Lining of Cancer. And she said to me, Lisa, you've got to tell your story. No one else is healing with love like you are. And in fact, when I shared with people, when I was going through this, they're like, well, what are you going to do? I'm like, well, I'm going to heal with love. And, and many people thought I was just crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's okay. You can believe that if you want, but here's the truth. If, you, if that's what you're believing, I can't have you in my sacred sphere of influence right now because I need to focus on healing with love and I need to be surrounded only by people who believe that this is possible. Oh, that's powerful. That is powerful. That is such a powerful sacred boundary to really claim for yourself and to say, okay, it's okay if you believe that, that's okay, but this is what I need right now. And that's just, whoa, that, that brings it back to that spiritual sovereignty that you also speak of, that you yes. are here to make your own choices and everybody gets to make their own choices. And you made the choice to heal with love. And you, there were many steps in it. How long did your, was your healing journey in the sense, how long did it take to heal cancer? Oh boy, it was quite a journey because, um, you know, there was, there were some waiting periods of, you know, being first being misdiagnosed and told that I just had an abscessed tooth, which wasn't even true. There was nothing wrong with my tooth and there was no infection there. And I knew it because I could feel something growing in my throat, which goes back to being really self-aware of your body, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and listening. So then it took a while for me to get into the ENT so that they could check what was going on in my throat because my airway was closing off. So from the time, um, from the time I first started feeling something in my throat, I was probably around, I want to say it was the end of April um, of 2017. And then I was, uh, went in and had a biopsy in May. And then it was determined that it was indeed cancer. And from there, it was really an interesting journey because they took a large portion of it out. And then I did a bunch of healing work. And I set a very clear intention that when I had the PET scan, that it would be clear. And interestingly enough, it was. But the doctor and the um, both of the doctors that were working on the case at the time, they'd never seen anything like that happen. And my ENT said to me, Lisa, we're really excited that this is clear, but I was the one in there that took the biopsy. And so um, it's really important that you still have the surgery to remove those margins so that it's clean and so it doesn't come back, even though nothing was detected on the PET scan. So I had to really lean back into faith and prayer around that too, because, um, you know, I kind of felt like it was all gone you know, and it didn't show up on the PET scan. And so they couldn't figure that out. And that again was, I think, another miracle of healing. And at the same time, I'm also, you know, have, have deep faith, but I'm also very practical. And I do have some faith in um, the doctors that I was working with, for sure. You know, you've got to trust that they, they know their magic. So it took, um, I didn't go in and have surgery until August of 2017. So, so you, it took a while, about it, nine months, about nine months. Yeah. And then, and then what happened is, you know, after that, there was about a month of healing because I couldn't really talk. Um, 
because it was throat surgery. They did a transoral robotic surgery, meaning they put a little robot down my throat and took out all of the margins. And then I also had at the same time, a neck dissection. And what that means is they, they cut through your neck and um, many of the nerves there to go in and check on lymph nodes to make sure that, that the cancer hadn't jumped to the barrier. And it hadn't, I intuitively kind of knew that and almost didn't do that part of the surgery. And at the same time, there was, I believe they told me it was a 60% chance that it was clear and a 40% chance that it wasn't. And I just remember sitting in inquiry prior to my diagnosis and not knowing if I had cancer or didn't have cancer or what was going on. And so I, I opted to go ahead and do that after a lot of prayer and meditation. And that's why I say it's so important for people to tap into their own, um, their own energy, their own connection with source and to definitely work collaboratively with your doctors, but I'm a big fan of, of questioning everything. And I did, and I kind of drove my doctors a little bit nuts, but that's okay because it's my health and my life and I'm still here today. It's so beautiful. So thank you so much, Lisa, for sharing your story. It's so rich with finding your voice, speaking for yourself, speaking out that healthy boundary of, yes, you can believe that, um, but this is what I re need right now. Really, there's so many golden nuggets that I picked up in you sharing your story. It goes from, from healing, your connection to source, to spiritual sovereignty, to speaking your truth, living your truth, dancing the dance with your doctors. It is just rich with awakening. And dear listeners, if you want to check out Lisa's work at spiritualsugar.com, there will be a gift waiting for you as well called Journey to Awakening. And thank you all so much for listening. I invite you to listen to the next episode where I will be interviewing Judy McNutt from writersgift.com. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Krauss. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are playing.